0: down, remembering to breathe, sometimes forgetting to do it with my whole body, sometimes allowing it to be too short and too shallow, and that won't do, there's a full moon, breathe deeply, Breathe in the roundness of that moon. Breathe in the light so that it is both in your window and inside of you. This is a fiery moon. I cannot deny it. I have felt a discomfort as it approaches, I must admit, because I am not a thing of fire. I am a thing of earth, and I fear fire, especially that which I find burning, albeit only slightly, within myself. I have been keeping it at bay, trying to flow like water instead from one reality to the next but it hasn't worked. I have not been able to find a current and flow within it lately, and so I find myself lying on a floor that's not quite a floor, for it has thick and tall grass coming from it. Though I know how strange that is, because this is a place with white tiles, not with dirt. And yet here we are. And yes, I know that there's a white ceiling above me. A ceiling with that familiar kind of popcorn texture that's been in every one-bedroom apartment that I've ever called home. I know this ceiling is there. I know it. Yet it's sort of like I can see the stars through it. It's unsettling because I don't know if I'm supposed to. Surely I should be seeing people's feet above me. A family, a couple, a single person, maybe. But shouldn't I be seeing their home, and the home above theirs, and the home above theirs? Not that I'd want to, but you would think, wouldn't you? No. Just stars so I'm certain it has nothing to do with this physical plane. That being said, the grass should have tipped me off. I feel a little drop fall on my face. Strange, because I don't see gray clouds. Only the clear sky and the stars. So I don't know where it came from, But it's there, on my cheek. A little drop of water, soon joined by another. I don't know what's true or false, real or unreal. That's been a problem of mine lately. I sit up, and when I see my little red box of magic... And open it to see my little tarot deck. Wrapped in its sparkling purple and black fabric I got my hands on when I was fourteen. And it smells like incense and candles I bought then. Just when I discovered what fire could create. And how if you use it the right way, it can be a tool for pleasure and peace. I ask my cards a simple question. Well, it seems simple. If it was so simple, I wouldn't ask it in the first place. So I suppose it's quite complex. Complex enough that I think it'll yield interesting results. Tell me the truth. We play a game. My cards and I. I ask silly questions. They give me devastating answers. Bring it on. I shuffle, 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 fast, 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 making four little piles and letting my feelings guide which cards I drop where. But then a card flips out of my hand, daintily and falls in the center of all the piles, perfectly straight. It's the star, reversed. I know it's not the message I want. Perhaps it was an accident, a slip of the wrist. I put her off to the side in case I'm wrong, but I keep shuffling because, I don't know, maybe it's not this card. Mm, no. It's not. I don't feel it. So I put her back in the deck and shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. And then I draw the Eight of Swords. No. I've drawn this too many times. I won't have another episode of being trapped by my own ignorance, blinded by my... Huh. Wait. This is the card with the blindfolded person staying oblivious to the way out, to the truth. I was wrong to discard the star, reversed. I understand very clearly. I keep the eight of swords to the side. I search through the deck for the star again. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I am listening. I'm just afraid. I find the star, still reversed, and she is nestled between the Seven of Swords and the Nine of Swords. Rows and rows of swords have come to defend the upside-down star. They've descended on me like a pack of wolves, ravenous for my sin of doubt, for my inability to trust my own instinct. Not inability, but unwillingness. Forgive me, I didn't mean anything by it. The star reversed means failure, rejection, hopelessness, faithlessness. You feel adrift, lost, as though everything is against you. You are unable to trust the world or yourself or your own instinct. Your own truth. Fair enough. You have forgotten your connection to that which ties us all together, whether we remember it or not. Almost two hundred stories ago, I told a tale about someone lost at sea. I said something. I said the following. Time is a dark ocean, and we each paddle in our small boat to an unknown destination. This ocean is very crowded, though you would never even know it. Even if you are rowing alongside someone, a mother, a friend, the love of your life, we feel the tread of their oars and the sound of splashing. But we row. Alone. That's what I said. I said that time is a dark ocean that we have to row alone. You know what the best part is, though? I have since learned that there is no such thing as time. And I have also learned that we are never alone. We are always growing. We are always learning. Or we should be anyway. My first thought was... I asked my cards for the truth. I am not failing. I am not rejected. I am not hopeless or faithless. But maybe I can help those who are. Oh, what a joke. That's when immediately everything crashed in on me. Well, rather, steadily flowed in. I noticed more drops of water. Not that many, but enough to cause me to look up to the ceiling and notice that the stars seemed to be behind a kind of rippling sheen. Water the surface of water. I was looking at the stars through water. I couldn't help but be afraid, as those waters rose and came closer and closer to me while I lay on the floor. So I suppose it was more like the water was falling, really, just falling slowly, collecting above me, obscuring the stars even more. I was lying down once more, though I don't remember doing it. I must have fallen asleep. I keep doing that lately. I used to have trouble with insomnia, now I can't seem to stay awake. I suppose I should stand up and leave. I said, I suppose I should stand up and leave huh well it seems I can't it seems I can't move hmm this is a familiar game isn't it hmm can't move water is coming what do I do To think I was afraid of fire. I suppose I should be more afraid of it. I can't avoid it. My ceiling is flooding upside down and I can't move from this position. Lying on the floor, in the grass, on these tiles, cold and warm all at once. I should be more afraid but as I look up, I see beautiful creatures, little glowing fishes, graceful and unperturbed by what I perceive as chaos down here. They're floating above me, sweetly and serenely. Do you see them? A turtle, maybe large and not without scars, who knows how old, simply floating, simply passing by. We see its underside as it swims above us. It's so lovely suddenly that we don't notice that the water is coming closer and closer, sinking down from the ceiling, And it's so thick now that the night sky and the stars on the other side of it is a blur. Swirls and halos of light like a painting of a starry night only. I know that voice so sad it's so lost hang on little voice I try to sit up but it's so hard is it the same way for you it's as though my body is asleep heavy as stone but it doesn't need to come I'll close my eyes and take a deep breath, and plunge face-first into this water, without it. You can try with me if you want, but I'd first have you be warned that I have no idea what I'm doing, so don't follow me if that concerns you. First, let's take a few breaths, deep ones, to ready ourselves to swim in, out, in, out, in, out, all right. Now, on three, I'm going to close my eyes and let myself fall down, which is up, into the water. It looks so clear and calm, and I need to see what the stars look like on the other side. The moon is so large and so golden, I can already tell from here. I need to see what it looks like from the other side of the water. All right. On three. One, two, three that voice it's so much closer already. The water is so warm, so perfect. It's almost as if I can breathe here too.
1: almost.
0: But we need to keep swimming up, through the gentle fish and past the sleepy turtle. How was I ever afraid of this? Breaking the surface on the other side of the water with a grateful intake of air, I already see it, the moon, across the water. As far as I can tell, we are in the middle of a vast ocean at night. Oh, I found it. It's a little ways away. We'll need to swim it. Do not fear, though. There are only friendly creatures in this sea. The turtle promised she wouldn't bite tonight. Didn't you, Turtle?
1: <laughs> oh you
0: She's hilarious. Swim softly. We don't want to make rough and violent waves. Not here or anywhere. See? A little green island. Soft green grass growing flowing. Little crickets and birds. It's not much, but it's enough for some life to have found a little home. A peaceful home. Which is why I don't understand why she's crying. A beautiful woman. Sitting by the bankside. She is glowing, lit from within it would seem long dark hair that flows like water into the water. She has been here for so long, you see, her eyes empty of color but full of fear. She has a cup in each hand, one for trying to water the grass she sits upon, the other for trying to return water to the ocean, while sometimes stopping to have a little sip for herself. Her arms seem very tired. She seems very tired. She seems very afraid. She seems very lost. But still, she sings. It's so cold and lonely All alone up in the sky It's so cold, if only If only I could fly 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 I see. She is the star reversed in another ocean a not upside down one a right side up one she would be basking in the moonlight surrounded by clean water and peaceful night air but here she is only afraid and alone she can't hear for how loud her song is and I tried to tell her you can fly You just have to swim first. Fall into the water. You'll find yourself on the bottom of it. But I realize why she cannot hear me. She is not watering the grass as I thought she was. She is trying to take water from the grass. For the island is sinking. And she's afraid of what will happen when it does. I won't say anything more. I'll just shrug at you, my friend, here with me in this sea, and we will hope that when she does find herself in the water, she'll remember what I said. Maybe she'll have heard me, and will swim down, and find me again, and I'll help her. After all, I have overcome my fear I don't know what it is to be hopeless To be faithless For I have oh, been it's so cold and lonely Standing
1: out here in the night It's so cold if only If only you were right here with me If only you would let yourself see. I will eat your fear up. I'll free you. I'll finally reach you. No longer will you beg the moon to fly.
0: That voice. That voice. It's got hold of me. It has my ankle, and is pulling me down, down. No, I wanted to see her for just a little longer, the beautiful star by the shore. Reversed though she is, she is still so lovely, and the moon is so bright on the horizon. No, don't take me back, past the fishes, past the turtle, Goodbye, and back down to where I see my body lying on a bed. Huh. It was never a floor, I suppose, was it? At least not here. This place is just an apartment. I am on a bed, and I feel myself being pulled back towards my body from the water above, the ocean floating over my head. But that voice is so sad, so deep, so sad, so lonesome. I open my eyes from a dream of swimming in a starry ocean in my ceiling. An upside-down water world with a lonely star on an island, desperately trying to keep herself and her island afloat. Sad. Lost hopeless, disconnected. Just because she is all of those things does not make me love her less. Especially because I knew deep down that she is me. I just didn't want to believe it because sometimes I associate weakness in myself with badness and all of that is nonsense anyway. She'll find her right way up soon. Anyway, it was a dream world. No less real than this waking one. But it does make more sense now. This is, of course, something closer to reality. out here in the night, it's so If ...except that singing is still going strong. It's not in the room if with me. I thought he might be in yourself. here... ...making me unable to move in my sleep. But he is not. I think he stopped doing that. Knock on wood. No more I wrap a blanket over my shoulders... To and I head to the balcony door Because you see the closer I approach to it The louder I can hear that voice That voice from my nightmares
1: Oh, it's so cold and lonely Standing out here in the night It's so cold, if only If only you were right, here with me, if only you would let yourself see, I will eat your fear up, I'll free you, I'll finally reach you, and no longer will you beg the moon.
0: To fly. And I see the figure standing out there. And while normally he'd be looking in at me with a menacing grin, he is not now. Not anymore. He is looking at this huge, bright, full, golden, Moon, sitting peacefully beside an enormous tower in the distant cityscape, I open the door and stand beside him, and realize that I've done this many times before, in many different forms, and now I am doing it in this one. I reached down to hold his hand. He said in his song, No longer will I beg the moon to fly. I don't know if that will always be true, but tonight, standing next to this dark, looming figure, all shadow and sorrow and pride, albeit humbled for now, Despite the shadow and sorrow and pride, I wouldn't rather be anywhere else. I asked for the truth, and I suppose the truth I was given is that upside down or right side up, absolutely terrified or completely unafraid, in sorrow and pain, or joy and peace alike. A star is still a star. Hi everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to episode 198 of On a Dark Cold Night. This is your host, writer, narrator, podcaster, composer, voices, Enter. Kristen Zaza. I hope you're doing well. I know that I'm probably getting this to you late into the night, but I don't know if you caught the supermoon. It was really something from my balcony. I'm not sure whether or not I did it any kind of justice with my weird little upside-down ocean story. But there it is. Pretty spectacular. I'll keep things short and sweet this week so we can get back to just staring at the moon. A big, big thank you to all of my patrons who support what I do on a monthly basis. Thank you all so much. If you're interested, check out my Patreon page at patreon.com slash darkcoldnight. Every patron of $1 or more gets access to my complete soundtrack, while patrons of $5 or more get that and access to a monthly tarot reading I upload for every full moon. I just uploaded one today, actually, so I hope my patrons enjoy it. Again, check out patreon.com darkcoldnight for more info. If you'd prefer to donate one time only, you can buy me one or more metaphorical coffees at ko-fi.com slash darkcoldnight. And we have t-shirts and hoodies for purchase at bonfire.com slash on-a-dark-cold-night. It would also be wonderful if you left a rating and a review for the show on iTunes, Spotify, Facebook, or wherever else you like to do that sort of thing. You can also follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter at a dark cold night. Instagram at Dark Gold podcast or my Facebook and YouTube pages just called On a Dark Cold Night, or on TikTok at KristenZaza. Thanks again for joining me. So, in two weeks, we'll hit episode 200, and I'll take a little break. I'm thinking about three or four weeks, something around that. And through all that, I'll still be engaging over Patreon and social media, etc. And then I'll be back at it with some new ideas that I'm currently cooking up. So stay tuned. And enjoy your night. Whether your star is reversed or not, you can still try to find even just a moment to take a breath and enjoy. Maybe right now, if you need it. Thanks, friends. Good night.